On today's episode, we had Mel come on. Mel is a quantum healer and it also helps people to up-level their business and so many amazing other things as well. On this episode, we talked about belief systems, things that hold us back and a bunch of other really cool stuff and how to break those things as well. And yeah, and I would also highly recommend um, checking out all Mel's um, social media accounts, which I'll link down below. But other than that, I really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Welcome to the show, Mel. How are you today? I'm good. I've had a busy day. I'm a bit tired at the end of the day, but I'm pumped. I'm always happy. That's awesome. Good to hear. And yeah, I'm so grateful to have you on. Thank you. And um, yeah, actually, I think this is a good place to start. So um, just talk about what you've been doing for the last week, because I think that might get into a few things that you do with helping people and that. So Sure. Well, um, I, one, I've been doing one of my favorite things, which is retreats and hosting um, clients in-house in residence, which mm. means that they are outside of um, the distractions and the pressures and it gives us the ability to go really deep mm. um, they can switch off and that's when the transformation happens when people can literally escape the things that are keeping them busy from doing what is more important at a soul level i love retreats so yeah we finished that up and now i get to relax a bit myself for the weekend yeah that's awesome and it's like i find it because that's the thing that I think as well. It's like when you're doing stuff today through like Zoom or that, you know, that hour kind of thing, your mind's in all other places before you come into the place. So it's very hard to say, I guess, debriefs, you know, do all the sacred things and stuff that you need to do before you do, like, say, a big release. Mm. Is that, but when you come to a treat, it gives you that opportunity to, you know, let go of the outside world, turn that phone off. Yes. And just be in that present moment. Yeah, and it, it's something a lot of, um, I work mainly with women, um, a lot of women struggle to put themselves first and to be able to switch mm. off to come back to themselves and say, mm. I'm worth not responding to anything else but what I need right now. So it's very cool, very cool indeed. Yeah, so yeah, we'll talk into, um, I guess, what are the I guess main pillars that you work on with your clients? and. We'll start from there. Um, so I've actually just been really examining what it is that people want. And I have landed on um, a couple of different elements. The first I see, I work mainly with entrepreneurs, light workers, mm. um, and they are trying to get themselves into their next space, step into their ultimate brilliance. They're already doing great things and it's usually up leveling for them into the next space. Um, and what I've found is a lot of the time in one way or another, they're missing the clarity around what that next thing is. So they might have a goal and it's not the how that they're confused about, although that can be part of it. It's more around what is bigger than even I'm currently thinking. So that like ambition at a soul level. And I find again, women, we kind of play it small and we play it a little bit safe and we talk ourselves out of like what some people would be, that's awesome, that's incredible. And we kind of don't go to that level. So there's clarity around, well, what would that be? And then there's the confidence to believe if they've had that ability to create a crazy thought, then you've already somehow got it in you mm -hmm. to be able to achieve it. 
And the third one is the commitment to stay the path and to do the do's or to be in your human being to stay on path and have the confidence to get it. So that's the clarity, the confidence and the commitment. Yeah, I think the last one's a very, you know, a very important one because that's a lot of the time is that we can nail the other two, but then the action taking or the consistent action taking is like the very thing that kind of drives us off the path or stops us from getting to that, you know, amazing goal that we're looking for, that amazing life, for example. Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. Of those three, I find there's usually one missing. Mm. And it depends on where you are in your journey. It could be if you're start of becoming um, self-employed or start of self-development or start of something, then the passion's there. And maybe you got a bit of a vision of what that's going to be. So you might have the clarity, but maybe you don't have the confidence. So you've got the commitment because you're all like internally driven, but uh, the confidence of knowing what to do or how to, or what that next step is maybe three or four steps away that chips away in the self-belief and so there's usually one of the three missing mm. yeah confidence is a big one especially at the start because a lot of the time is the way that we are conditioned is to not shine mm. or you got that i guess that self-protection thing or it's self-sabotage they call it but it's really self-protection yeah and it's like this in dank trauma that's inside of our body or i guess I guess nervous system that's holding us back from taking that thing because it's thinking it's unsafe, but it's probably the safest road to go down. Absolutely, and that and you you've nailed it. That that fear of failure, or uh, quite often with my clients, it's fear of success. Mm-hmm. So they're at that step where they the stage where they've already had some success, and that next level, that ambition means a new level of growth it means a new level of expansion so i don't like the phrase stepping outside your comfort zone that to me is too challenging for your nervous system for your Mm -hmm. ego to be comfortable so how about we consider expanding your comfort zone like if we constantly are growing that's that's a more positive way of looking at it um so fear of success and sometimes yeah there's a failure often it's a financial failure that mm. people are afraid of. And I get that, it's mm. normal. Yeah, because that's the one thing that we hold so much. It's a weird thing in society, we value financials so much, but it's the one thing we're so scared to talk about if we're doing bad at it with mm. everyone else. That's right, mm. we, we've got to keep up appearances and, mm. and this fake until you make it, I hate. That's mm. just, I don't like doing it. Be authentic, be genuine, be real and honest about where you're at. And um, the rest will work itself out. And people want to be part of that journey, especially mm. in the start. That's what I found anyway. If you surround yourself with great people, that is. Yeah, cause you normally when you take that step into, you know, I guess the journey from that journey, you normally attract the right people start coming and appearing out of nowhere. And you're like, okay, this is like, this must be working. Yeah, I think, well, we attract exactly yeah. what we need and where we're vibing, vibing at. And mm. I think if you're attracting negative people, it's usually because something in yourself is afraid of stepping into that success. Mm-hmm. And so those people are helping you, as you said, stay safe. Yeah. So it's being conscious of, they might be great people, but are they really helping you expand into the point where on your deathbed, you're reflecting going, I have no regrets. I did everything I thought of trying and I didn't hold myself back. 
I gave it a go and maybe I learned something that didn't quite go to plan or didn't quite work out, but at least I gave it a go. That's where I want to be on my deathbed. No regrets. Yeah, I'm exactly the same with that. It's something I think about on a daily basis. And I like how you talk about it. It's like, you know how you have a quote unquote, these negative people that turn up in your life. Mm. And it's something that I guess that's happened, started to happen in my life at the moment. And now I've kind of realizing those triggers are showing up that trigger me and them is the things I don't like about myself. And it's the very things that I've been working on, especially over the last couple of months. And it's like, it's so daunting to get me wrong because all these emotions come up, but it's been so liberating to know that you know, I can take these steps and it's good that other people are showing me the things that I don't like about myself. And, and I applaud you for your um, honesty there because when we can self-reflect, when we can look at what is it about that person that really pushes my button? Mm. And if you can grow from that, and then you can decide whether that person can stay in your life healthily like everything else about them is awesome or whether it's actually what you needed to be shown to learn from and then just cleanly let them depart your life with love and our friendship is done. Like we've bo- both gotten the amalgam match that we needed from one another and you know, we can move on. Because mm. I do see that attachment a lot of times with friendships and that especially like when people have been friends for 10, 15 years. Mm. They're so attached to like, oh, we've known each other for this long and they put so much value in the time. But even though that relationship is no longer serving them or holding them back. Yeah, it, it's uh, attachment theory is a whole other ball game, And I, I agree that society kind of celebrates how long you've known someone and is like, well, great if they are as you say serving but it's sometimes those people they've served and it's done and when we're trying to hold on that's when it's actually becoming a bit of a toxic relationship one person is usually uh energetically giving and the other person's taking all subconscious not intentionally although some do narcissists do um it's about recognizing that line in the sand going, okay, my self-worth, I've learned it, I've done it, and it's time to cut the ties. Mm. It's hard. Yeah. It gets easier, a lot easier. Well, it's like with most things, because when there's something I'm really learning getting into like, you know, the inner work and that, it's not a one-stop fix all. It's, a, it's like exercise, so you gotta do it every day. It's eating right, it's these, it's like, ex, you know, as I was saying, like exercise, it's a continuation. New things are gonna show up. It's not this magical pill of one day everything falls in place. Yeah. It's forever and forever. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure on our deathbed we'll, I get, sounds morbid, um, we'll be constantly <laughs> yeah, think, reflecting on where yeah. we could be. It's yeah. like, I did this and I said yes to that and I said no to that person or that situation, saying enough. I'm not putting up with that anymore. I'm worth more. And then you evolve and you go, oh, there's all this other stuff that I didn't know out there. Now I'm going to grow into that. Totally agree with you. Yeah, which is like another thing. Because then also people ponder about, I guess, you know, not taking that opportunity and that. Mm. But then realistically, we don't know what's going to happen if we did took that opportunity, what, how our life could be. All we can think of is what's happening in our imagination. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of the time where anxiety comes from about the future is because we're worrying about our own imagination, not the actual future, because we've never been there ourselves. Yeah, and it's crooked, rubbish. 
Yeah. I don't know if you swear with your... <laughs> yeah, um, so good. Um, I call it BS. So yeah. our belief system is just a crock of BS. Because mm. it's, it's all based on externals. What we have actually experienced is still only a perception of reality. It's our take on it. And often we miss the beauty and the gold and the the things that we can have gratitude or the things that we could have taken away and learned and done. I've done. Let's on. Let's move on and move, and get something newer, bigger, broader, better. Yeah. So I guess my main question would be how do you help I guess people to see that instead of them continuously getting caught up in the future they're creating in their head and saying mm. like guess where's best way to explain it it's like them that future they're creating in their head is based on like past circumstances so it's like how do you get them to work through that to realize that's kind of that i haven't got it with me at the moment <laughs> but i've it's in one of the other rooms i've got a little gremlin mm. you're probably too young to know the movie gremlins but maybe you do yeah. but there's the little um a mogwai, which is the cute fluffy one, and then there's like the spiky green slime gremlin. What we don't realize is we're actually both. That's ego is the timid and the arrogant, is the wise and the protective. And the work that I help people do is understand when to listen to our intuition, our gut feeling, that inner calling. And when is it the protective nature, as you said, um, or the one that's singing your praises, that's like, you've got this, you can be fine, and then you make an, a fool of yourself. It, it's, it's twofold. One is the awareness, but that gets easier the more you do it. So you don't, oh, I remember in the early days when I was first learning about coaching, going, everyone is constantly picking up on my negative talk. And it was like, can you just stop telling me how much I'm doing life wrong? It's mm -hmm. tedious. So I do remember those hard yards in the start and then it gets easier. And now of course I'm the one who's helping other people catch themselves. But it, a lot of it comes from the inner triggers. So what I specifically help people with is what is the energetic cause of suffering and that suffering can be fear that can be self-talk whatever that self-sabotage any of the self self-image self-ego self-confidence self-esteem all of those things what is making me feel less than high frequency less than joy and happiness today I had it, it was like oh, I really don't want to do another video today mm. what's causing that Oh, it's your fear of success. Like in the moment, okay, because this is a powerful video and it will make a difference, but it might draw attention from people who don't agree with me. So we catch ourselves in the moment, but if we can remove the triggers in the first place, we don't even have to do the mental awareness. We don't have to do that conscious self-analysis. That's tiring. So what I ultimately do is help at the energetic level. Because mm, I feel like is something that I've learned I've spoke about previously on a podcast is because I still get you know the fear and anxiety come up for the podcast but then I kind of realize that's an energy mm -hmm. and then I can shift that before the podcast and that helps me to do a better podcast or do a better video or do a better coaching session mm. and realizing that energy 
isn't always quote-unquote negative you can turn it into something better. that's right uh, and the way I help people who maybe haven't come across this kind of thing before is standing on the edge of a cliff of a building or a bridge and people can interpret it different ways some people will feel excitement some people feel fear it's actually the same amount of energy the interpretation and the label is what gives it the meaning so I've done a couple of parachute jumps. My first few, a little bit of the crapping myself. Yeah. And then on the third one, I went, I'm choosing to do this. So why am I afraid? I'm choosing to call it fear. What if I called it excitement? And I remember flying up on the plane going, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool, this is really exciting. I'm really looking forward to it. Like trying to talk myself into it. And then by the time it came to jump, I'm like, Ooh, yay, I can't wait to do it. And it is, you can switch your perception of a set of energy and you can, you can call it whatever you want. Again, it takes practice. Mm. A lot of this is easier said than done, but <laughs> hey, the monks managed only by putting themselves out of all of these distractions. We've got it tough in our Western world. We've got a lot of messages constantly being thrown at us constantly comparing, constantly telling us we're not good enough because you need to buy this thing. This thing will improve your life. This thing is a reason why your life is not where you want it to be. We're told negative messaging. Mm -hmm. So of course we have doubts and thoughts coming up. It's like part of being human in the Western world. Yeah, and we're so hard on ourselves about that too. And because like there was a study back in, I think it was 2018 on, um, with their marketing, we get 4,000 pieces of marketing to us a day. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, you can have a little bit of self-esteem issues when you're getting through that much information at you in one day. And marketing is all, f okay, maybe 90% fear-based. Yeah. It's, um, it's all to make money for someone else. And there's nothing wrong with making money. Don't get me mm. wrong. But we just look at the tactics that are being used, you're telling you there's something wrong with you unless you get their thing. Mm. And it's weird because when you, I don't want to call like love control because when you look at the full control base of something I heard, fear is like the most easiest one to control with, but the most easiest to snap out of. Mm. But then love's the hardest to achieve, but the hardest to snap out of as well. One of the tricks uh, or little hacks I give some of my clients when they're struggling is, especially if it's around a relationship or a family member, like a human to human interaction, I will um, ask them, well, what would love do? How would love respond? If love were a human being, what would they do in your shoes? And it can really help, you know what? It's not worth responding in a defensive manner or in a fear, fearful um, reaction. So love is a very, yeah, love is a love powerful that. thing. I love how you mentioned that too, because that's something that's just happened to me recently. Um, it's like with one of my, um, I guess, cool, like one of my friends, it's like I would normally, you know, I guess it's like call it family member, but not being more precise and direct to mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it was the first time I actually, because we had something happen and I would normally react wrong or the other person will react wrong too and that time I showed up in empathy and love and the whole conversation changed it's like that's okay we like say miscommunicated what happened and it's crazy how much the conversation changes mm -hmm. when you don't act out of fear even if you feel 
that you're in the right, leading with empathy, and that's one of my core values, it's one of my core abilities is what about them? And it's a skill that's learnt. Mm. What else could be happening in this situation that I'm feeling justified? Is it worth me? Is it worth me being right? Is my need to be accurate, to be correct, to be in the right, more important than the relationship or the situation or the outcome? And quite often the case is not. So well done you. Yeah, it was like a very powerful thing. Like, I do want to do a video on it. I haven't got around to it yet because mm -hmm. I think that would be a very powerful video, which is, that'll probably be out before this comes out. But yeah. in saying that, but yeah, it's like how much, like, because then I got to, like, ha having a story behind it too, then it creates that relatability for people, you know, when they're going through the same thing. Absolutely. You got to have these examples and, yeah. and, uh, situations that people go, oh my goodness, I've been through that. Yes, I can see that happening in my life or that has happened and how I've responded in that way. So absolute stories are the most powerful thing we can use to help people reflect on their own situations and dynamics. Because mm, it's weird because that's how I guess our minds kind of work because it works in stories and metaphors. Yeah. And that's what I quite to like to use a lot. It's like stories and metaphors, how to explain things because then it kind of creates makes the person interpret it a lot better. Definitely, cool. Mm. Yeah, so and like to draw back to like the emotions thing, because a lot of the time is when emotions come up. So the body only can hold on to emotion for 90 seconds, but it's the story we tell ourselves that keeps it replaying. It's so true. It, again, it's that BS manual of mm. going, well, that means this. And the hardest thing to do is let go of that story, let go of the interpretation, the perception, and the righteousness. Mm. I'm right, they're wrong, they did this to me. Well, what if you choose to see something more powerful like, does it matter? They might have said that to you. Does it matter to your life and your self-worth? to hold on to it and to keep playing the story out, playing the mind movie, does it serve you? Does it really serve you? It, and again, all of this is easy said. It just takes practice. It takes a lot of practice and mm. it's like so much self-awareness and self-awareness isn't something that's like gets built overnight. It's this long journey. And then the more you go down, it's like down, it's like, oh, that's why that happened or that's why I hung on to that. Mm. And yeah. You, and the joy of the work I do in, in quantum healing is you can remove the triggers so that the meaning you've attached, that sting or that heartache, you reframe it. So the memory associated is completely rewritten and go, actually, there's a different perception I didn't think of. And that's one of my superpowers is seeing any situation and cheese, the past lives and some of the generational imprints that come back to things like wartime. How can you make something positive out of what can be a really hideous or very traumatic situation? And that's one of my superpowers. Mm. It's, it's kind of fun seeing the shifts people can have within minutes and then they're no longer triggered about that situation again. It's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool because it's like it reminds me of uh, one of the quotes I came across. It's like, 
you can't change the past, but you can change the meaning you put behind it. And I think this is something, it's such a powerful thing that we can look at. It's because we look at the past and it's like, oh, this happened, that happened, you know, play the victim role. But then the past has happened and it couldn't happen any other way. Yeah, it, it's like, well, look, I've probably had a more traumatic past in life than many people could comprehend. And yet I still have complete and utter gratitude for all of those hardships. I find the people who are, by their own definitions, successful, I use air quotes, um, are the people who can look at the, a situation and go, you know what, that happened for me, not to me. That's a powerful way of looking at life and saying the universe is actually always on their side. It's always creating things, not always in the time frame that us measly humans like, yeah. but it's always happening and creating the path and opportunity and stepping stones in order for us to move forward in a growth and expanded way. That is so true. And it's like, that's the one thing that I guess, I wouldn't say we have against us that we don't have a conception of is our time. <laughs> oh, don't get me started on time. That's another one is it, it's an illusion in yeah. some regards. And, mm. You know, when we're having a great time during a day, poof, time flies. When mm. you're bored, time seems to stand still. Mm. It's the perception of that moment. Mm. Um, I wish it were reversed though. Yeah. Have more time when we're having a good time. That yeah. would be, yeah, be different conversation. <laughs> yeah, 100%, we could do a whole nother podcast on that. But yeah, I'll wrap it up on this question. What okay. is the legacy you want to create? Ooh, good one. Um, Oh, I'm just going to say it. I have gifts that are here to create a ripple effect beyond what I can even comprehend. And I know I've now got people in the pipeline who want to learn my um, healing practices and will be practitioners in my company and in my coaching practice and business in order to help those who are far less fortunate. So we've got people who can afford to pay and there are people who cannot. And I want to have a charitable foundation that people who are really stuck and ready to get out of that, it's fully, fully supported and funded by my, my foundation. Um, and then I've got my own global aspirations of where my, my public figure is going to be. And then I have my philanthropic um, adventures um, into shifting ex-sex workers who are getting out of the trade and helping them reintegrate and, and cleaning up their own self-beliefs around um, their self-worth. So I've got some really big... TED Talk is just the start for me and some people that would be the finish. Yeah, that's, those are big... It's certainly big ones, eh? And they're so, like, they are mostly needed too. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. especially, yeah. Ask me again in five years, and I'm sure I'll have different aspirations <laughs> again. It's, it's yeah, amazing it's, how, how quickly we can tick things off. When you put it out there, the universe starts making mm. those opportunities for us. Mm. So thanks for asking. That's all right. Thank you for coming on. Really You're welcome. Grateful. Thank you. It was, it's deep conversations. I love yeah. them. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the work you do. Cheers for tuning in today's episode, guys. Um, give it a thumbs up. Let me know what you think. And also, if you think a friend would value from this, please share it with them. And also, before I let you go too, guys, my Rewrite Your Story video course is out now as well. And just, just go to my website to be able to get that. 
and also um, on the 5th of April I'm launching re-engineer your mindset program so if you'd like to register for that either contact me through any of my socials or go to studio or email me at studio of mindfulness so that's with the last S the number five at gmail.com and thank you guys for the support and appreciate it and have a good one